Black. All important radio shows start with black. And music. Edgy, scary music that would make a parent or studio executive nervous. Hello! Let me bring you up to speed. We've come to this planet looking for intelligent life. Oops, we made a mistake. What we've got here is failure to communicate. for breakfast right now. Very hungry. Hey, Ma! The meatloaf! We want it now! The meatloaf! This is Sparta! We're not worthy! We're not worthy! You're worthy, you're worthy. Get up! You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Alrighty then. It's a little bit of shake and then fake. Shake it back. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. You're tiny, Jesus. Golden fleece diapers with your tiny little fat balled up fist. Paul was a man. He had a beard. Friends, rodents, quadrupeds. Lend me your ears! Ladies and gentlemen, you have just entered the Varsity Radio Show. Go to our Facebook page now, at Varsity Radio Show, to see our Facebook Live. Right now, we've got our game tunnel up, we got the fog hog lit, and it's time to introduce your players. Here we go, first up, Mr. Ricky Phillips. Followed by none other than the co-host of the Varsity Radio Show, Mr. Seth Henniger. Yeah, after him we've got Mr. Timothy Pritchett. And then Mr. Braden Lewis. Followed up by my man, Hunter Darling. Alright, Olivia Kane is holding the camera and Jana Wilson, our interns, coming through now. Guys, we've got a tremendous show. Let me turn it over to the guys. Oh, let me tell you who I am. This is Steven. I'm running the board today. All right, guys, what do you think? Man, that was awesome. <laughs> hey, check out our brand new 360 view. Wow, second week in a row we spilled something in here. This is great. Okay, great start. <laughs> this time it was Ricky. It's my bad, guys. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we are so glad to be with you today. We have the DAR Patriots up in the house. And we're actually going to start with them today. They're going to introduce themselves. The first person up, my boy Taylor. Say hey. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, there's my boy Taylor. Uh, next up, we have Braden. How's it going? Yeah, he's in the house. And next up, we have Hunter. What's going on, guys? Yeah, and so Ricky's about to sit beside me, I think. And so we're going to start with our interview. I want to ask you, what's your favorite thing about football? Probably the competition that it involves. I mean, you got to go out there and you got to be a man and step up and win your battle. Yeah. What's your favorite thing, Hunter? Uh, probably the competition. I mean, it wouldn't be as fun to just go out there and not have any competition at all. No, man. These guys are killing it, too, this year. So, Braden, how about you? What's your favorite thing about football? Um, I'm going to say going out there and just learning to 
just keep going and no matter what happens, really just keep pushing through and just try and do your best at all times. Yeah. I think I know the answer to this, guys, but we were talking, we are joking about this before. What is the hardest thing about your sport? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably tackling. I mean, it takes a lot to get down some of the big guys down that we face, and uh, we really had to practice hard at it. Yeah, yeah. He was telling me about a particular drill that I hope the coach isn't listening called tackle drill. <laughs> that he doesn't particularly like. Talk to me, Braden, Hunter. Uh, really, the hardest part I find is really just practice and uh, just consistently going out there every day and just taking a beating almost every day and tackling circuits. It's rough. And mm. It's rough. It's all good, though. Who's who's the wide receiver in here? I know you told me. Right here, Braden. Braden, how many touchdowns you got this year? Uh, I have ten this year. What? <laughs> no biggie. No biggie. <laughs> no biggie. And what's your record? Tell the guys what your record is. Uh, we got three and two record right now. Yeah, and we're not we're not gonna rub it in too hard. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we playing this week, guys? Uh, we got Madison, Madison County, County coming up. Madison County. And uh, how you feel about that game? Uh, I feel like we have a chance to win it, just like every other game we played this year. Uh, it's a big game for us, getting back in region play, trying to get back to the playoffs. Yeah. Wow. And they're three and two. They're headed that way. Uh, you've got a good chance, good chance, and yeah. so they've already played Douglas, and and uh, I don't, I don't want to say the school's wrong. Who all of y'all played so far? Sorry, <laughs> we've played uh, Douglas, New Hope, and Geraldine, North Jackson, and, and Westminster. North Jackson. Westminster. Like we said, we were talking about North Jackson, mm. and some of the players that came from uh, came went to Alabama from North Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're kind of serious, uh, and they're one of their only losses. But y'all fought to the end, didn't you? Uh, yeah, we. Uh, it's really a heartbreaking loss. I mean, we fought all game. Had a was down by two, got the ball back with under two minutes to go, getting ready to put it in a game-winning drive, and just had some things happen that didn't go in our favor. Wow. Well, if you could spend a day with any coach or athlete in football, who and what would it be, and what would you ask them? Hmm. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to have to go with uh, Nick Saban. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, Is there any question? Is there any? <laughs> Boys, I want to know, um, you know what's, the, what is, what's, what's the hardest thing about practice? I know we were talking earlier about your tackle drills, but what, what, what do you all like most and what do you not like most? Um, probably what I like most is when we get together and do team. The team's uh, the best. It's probably the funnest. But uh, least favorite is tackling circuit or conditioning. Last week yeah, we con- did a we did a ton of conditioning and it was not fun. Yeah, it's always hard on the big guys. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, I know. I used. To, well, I still am that. Anyway, so uh, okay, guys, what is the hardest obstacle you've ever faced while playing football? Probably, you know, once uh, you're in a game, you're down, and you know it's a game you should be in. And you're just trying to fight back in into the game, but you know there's really nothing you can do as an individual to get back in the game. And you're trying all you have, but you just can't do anything about it. So yeah, what do you say? Um, I'd say we're a pretty small team, so every team we play against, they've got a bigger size than us, so we have to try that much harder just to be up against them. Seems like you're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Taylor? I I just gotta agree with both them. Uh, they said everything I would say. Okay. So, if you could be or play like anyone 
college or the NFL, who would it be? Um, my favorite wide receiver, uh, Calvin Ridley. Yeah. <laughs> no biggie. Julio Jones. <laughs> who would you say? I don't really know. Taylor? That's a tough question. There's so many greats just came through. Uh, I really can't put a pinpoint on it. Can't put it. You wouldn't go with blindside then. No. Can't <laughs> do good enough. So, hey, we're going to go to a song real quick. And so we are going to play Lacey Strum Rot. We really want my sacrifices. You will always my sacrifices. Hey computer, I'm home. What's the password? No, 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 Batman. Varsity Radio it's Show. It's the Varsity Athlete Interview. Oh man, we're back with the coolest guys ever. We have so much fun at the Varsity. If you want to see these guys, I mean, up close and personal, you can check it out in our 360 view. This is really cool. I like this. Ricky set this up for us. I've never seen anything like it. Uh, but check us out on Facebook in the 360 view. You can see the whole studio. You can see the interns, the FCA people. You can see our athletes. And it is fantastic. And have y'all started eating your food yet, guys? No. Yeah, no. Right Man, they got some charburger. They're in for a treat. And so they've had the tea. Yeah, uh, well, I got the tea. So good. So good. good. So, uh, anyway, so it... What one game do you circle on the calendar every year? I think it's two games because we got the two Marshall County rivals that really, really, it's a must win. Yeah. Who is that? Uh, Douglas and Brindley Mountain. Ooh. Let, let, let's revisit that. <laughs> Did we beat Douglas? Uh, yeah, we played pretty good against Douglas. Uh, got a W out of it. 57-7. Well, <laughs> I don't know where to go with that because, you know, we interviewed Douglas. <laughs> Brindley Mountain, have y'all played them yet? Not, not yet. No. We got them last game of the season. Mm-hmm. That's, that's your big game this year. Yeah, right, as of right now. At, yeah, I mean, you know, we can't get past – can't look past all the region games past. we have coming up because, I mean, that's how we get to the playoffs. And we really have to – we got to win them. So what – right? Uh, you know, I know every week, every week is you have uh, – you have another game that comes up, and it's always your most focused. But what what every year is kind of – I know he said the circle me schedule, but do y'all have like a – this would be a big game if we win this one. What what's, what, what game is that? Uh, I feel like North Jackson's one of the biggest games yeah. just because they have a reputation for having a successful program every year. And if we beat North Jackson, that's always something. What do you think? I think North Jackson also. Also, I need to make a sincere apology to my boy Timothy, who I've been calling something else. So I'm very sorry. <laughs> and Timothy's been so fun too, man. He's he's been your boss, aren't you, Tim? Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, okay. Uh, what is the greatest lesson your coach ever taught you? Have grit. That's, <laughs> that's been our uh, big motto this year: is just grit. Yeah. That's- I mean, coming in, we're playing 4A football, and we definitely don't have the size or the, the numbers that most 4A teams would have. And, you know, we came in and we said we got to have something more than everybody else, and we decided, you know, we have to have more grit. Yeah. So let me ask you this. This is always a fun question. If you could if you could pick a player that your attributes may uh, 
be similar to what kind of NFL player do you, do, do you want to be? You know, I know we got some wide receivers and some some linebackers. Who who do you idolize? Like you want to play like? Amari Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. Uh, I'd rather I'd like to play like Julio Jones. Yeah. I always got Terrence Cody on my mind. Yeah. <laughs> How's he doing in the NFL now? I should know. I don't that. know. I think he's. I think he got hurt. Oh man, he was killing it in college. He was killing it. I loved it. Uh, okay, now the, for the most important question of the day: What is the most embarrassing moment you've had while playing football? <laughs> most embarrassing moment. Um, blue and white night, my sophomore year. So whenever we just line up and scrimmage against each other, and basically the whole school is there to watch on blue and white night. Yeah. And uh, I ran a I ran a go route down the middle of the field. There was nobody on me at all, nowhere even near me. And quarterback throws me a deep ball, and I completely missed the ball. Did not even get close to catching it, and everybody just laughed at me. And uh, <laughs> wow, probably for me. Is going to celebrate with my teammates, going up in the air, and then coming back down. But instead of on your feet, you're on your butt. Yeah. Everybody's just looking wow. at you. Can you send us video of that? Anyway, <laughs> talk to me, Tim. I uh, I think probably just having the cold times, but when we got like a trap play or something called, and I'm not supposed to pull, but I pull anyways, and I meet the other guard right there behind the center, and it's like, what am I doing? A big old hug on the line, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So do y'all have any kind of uh, when you score a touchdown? You know, you you, you hope your your like you said, you hope your your teammates gonna pick you up. But do you have any kind of like off the sideline celebrations or anything? Or you know, I know Tennessee likes to well they have a thing where they put the ball in the trash can, but they haven't got to do it yet. Yeah. <laughs> but small detail. But do, do, do y'all have like something that 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 that's homemade that y'all have come up with yet? Any traditions? Anything y'all can start? Maybe Friday. Maybe we should do that because we don't have one right now. Yeah, we don't have we one right now. One. So yeah, we will have to start one. I don't mean, do you, the trash can. It obviously no, doesn't work. No, <laughs> we, need, we need we need a belt like Alabama. You know, I mean, obviously yeah. that works. That's Actually. Cool. Start doing the trash can, you might get to be doing it more than Tennessee does. So it would be your idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is obviously true. Okay, this is gonna be our last question. What is your greatest inspiration? I mean, who is your greatest inspiration in life, Timothy? Uh, I've always looked up to my dad. Uh, when he was in high school, he was a pretty good player. Uh, all his friends told me about how good he was and. You know, every day I think, man, I want to be like that. I want to, when I get older, I want my kids to hear how good I was when I was in high school and want them to, you know, try to strive to be that good. Wow. Mine would probably be my dad. He didn't really play sports, but he came up from nothing, basically. And yeah. he's pretty big now. Yeah. That's so cool. Uh, I'm going to have to go with my dad, too. He, uh, he's really always pushed me to do, do some kind of sports because he, uh, he played college basketball. Wow. And he's always just pushed me to try the best at whatever I do. And no matter how it turns out, just try your best, really. So, so good. So, okay, if you, going off of that, I said, I know I said that was the last question, but this one just came to my mind. If you uh, could leave a legacy for your school, if you could leave one thing for the players under you, for your your kids in the future to be known for one thing what would it be uh you know uh 
I was a starter on the year we went to the playoffs, and we, we were real good that year. And, uh, you know, we had we had a matchup against Prosville, and they were ranked, like, number eight. And I think we were number 20. And it was at our place, and we were undefeated at home. And uh, we went in that game, and it was a shootout, man. It, I mean, double overtime. It came down to the final play. And when he crossed the goal line, I looked, and, I mean, the stadium was absolutely packed, number one, and everybody was on their feet cheering. I mean, students was rushing the field. It was the most amazing feeling. And I think that's going to be there for a very long time Yeah, is we took down a top-ten team in the state Wow, with confidence. Man. I would say never give up hope because I've never been a starter until this year. Yeah. And so my freshman year and sophomore year – I'd really th- think about quitting because I'd never get to play. And now I'm starting this year, and I'm really glad I didn't quit. So if you're going to play and you come out and you don't start, always have hope that you will start in the future. Ooh, that's good. I'm going to have to go with uh, about the same thing he said. Um, my freshman year, I came out, and they they weren't going to start me for a long time. And coach said I wasn't ready. Well, I really just went out every day at practice, and I just worked as hard as I could every single day and by the end of the year I ended up starting and in the Prosper game Timmy's talking about I had the first touchdown of that game yeah wow man I have really 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 enjoyed you guys I I hope y'all have had a good time here Uh, I hope you enjoy your char burger in a few minutes Uh, (laughs) but we loved having you here and thank you guys for making an effort y'all are the team captains is that true or yeah no okay we've all been team captains yeah, they've yeah. all been team captains, and so we appreciate your principal, your coach, uh, D.A.R., and go Patriots, guys. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you all win this week. And, uh, man, it was such a great show. Great to talk to you. We're going to go to some music right now. Skillet, Back from the Dead. Varsity Radio Show. Whoa! You darn right, whoa. Good to have you back. We just did our athlete interview with some really incredible people. We now have Caleb London from FCA. We're going to officially introduce him in a minute. Say, hey, Caleb. What's up, guys? That's right. He's the intern for FCA. And my boy Ricky's back on the microphone in his own seat. What's up? Me and him aren't having to share a seat. It's <laughs> nice. <Anyway. laughs> we, you know, we, we actually like having a full studio. It, it's just fun in here. It makes good media, and I know that everybody, we got a lot of people viewing today, and thank you for watching on Facebook. But we have a full house, and it's fun. Yeah, hey, we started out with, uh, we started out with our 360 view we have now. <laughs> Just to help you out, we've gone back to our regular Facebook Live view. So check that out at, at Varsity Radio Show on Instagram and Facebook. And uh, how's your char burger today? I haven't tried it yet. I, but I know what it's going to be like. Um, I, got, I know I got me a chocolate shake, and it, it is really good. And I ordered the, uh, I got the Philly cheesesteak sandwich, so I'm pretty excited about that. I just bit into it. Life-changing. Life-changing. My, my boy Caleb went neat with us. <laughs> I ate Speedy Gonzalez. Uh, you, he's in college, guys. <laughs> he's working on his body. Yeah, yeah. Good luck on that. You know. Yeah. Anyway. Oh yeah. I'm just joking. So anyway, we're going with our meme of the week real quick before we go in our FCA moment. And Ricky, you're the one who sent that. So you want to talk about it? Yeah. It says. Uh, it says on the meme. I'm just going to read it to you first. It says, "Beware of false prophets. 
who come before you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are raving wolves. That's obviously a scripture, but tell it what tell them what it looks like. It's actually a bunch of off-brand Dr. Peppers. <laughs> yes, uh, it's, never it's, the same. It's the cheapos, no. you know, the ones you get at Sam's, Sam's, and you know, uh, you know, you Piggly Wiggly and stuff like that. Not, we're not hating on them. But they're Dr. Pepper's, not the Dr. Pepper. I see one that says Dr. Skipper. Yeah, I see there's... Dr. Fine Soda. Dr. Bold. Dr. (laughs) A+. Dr. Fine Soda. Stars and Stripes. Dr. Perky. That's hilarious. That's so nice. Okay, so we're going to go to another song. We'll be back with you with our FCA moment of the week. Impossible by Lacey Strom. Don't you think it's time that you finally faced your greatest fear? Snakes? No. Clowns? No. Snake clowns? Bruce, listen. Your greatest fear is missing the Varsity Radio Show. Nope. It's snake clowns because you've put that idea in my head. Sir? Time for some push-ups. But... One. Uh, two. Uh, we're going for a thousand. I'm afraid that's not possible, sir. It's time for the Varsity Radio Show. It's time for the FCA Moment of the Week. Man, we have had a great day already. We're we're partying in the studio with DAR, with our intern Jenna, our media person Olivia, and now, and I'm so super stoked about this, uh, we are now having Caleb London from FCA in the studio. Did you like that in- intro that we gave you? Uh, yeah, that's pretty funny. That was good. Yeah, so do you have you ever seen Lego Batman? I have. Is it not the greatest movie? He's not impressed. Me and and Ricky. (laughs) I love Lego Batman. You know, it's our thing. He advertises for our show. He does. Uh, Caleb's not too impressed. Anyway, so (laughs) we have the intern from FCA, Caleb London. Tell us a little bit about what you do, man. All right, so I'm a college intern with FCA, and uh, I just love doing it. We get to go around to campuses and just mentor or minister to teams we have this thing called a popsicle blast that we do we take popsicles after practice you know football players love that after practice yeah something cold and we just get to minister to them and just give them a little (laughs) talk and stuff and it's awesome i love doing it your boys in the back of the studio want you to do that for them they're ready for you now we'll we'll get get y'all definitely (laughs) anyway uh that's awesome though you know i I think any way that you can just connect with schools in something as cheap as popsicles i mean mm-hmm. who would have thought that and yeah. it's just that's a great way what what are some other things that you really enjoy through fc what's your favorite uh, i love the summer we have summer camps and we have like huddle leaders that come in from high schools yeah. and it'd be great if like leaders in your school like them guys in the back <laughs> of the studio you be a leader and you get to learn and go through a boot camp and you get to minister to children and it's just a great way because you would think that you're pouring into them, but they're pouring into you just as much as you're pouring into them. Wow. Whoa, that music We just changed. hit the beat. <laughs> I yeah. love it, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Steven. Anyway, <laughs> thumbs up. Um, Steven likes to make us sound good. You know, he does in- such a good job. Caleb, um, tell me, uh, today we're actually talking about taking a stand. Tell me, 
If you can, about a time, maybe you just got into FCA. I guess I imagine it would have to have been your senior year. Tell them what school you're from. These guys I'm in from the back. Billy Mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And these guys in the back, they were like... There's some tension in there's here. There's a little tension in the room. I'm <laughs> no, he's not there anymore, guys. It's, it's like, okay, don't he's converted. He's, he's a sneak state parson. So, oh, yeah. uh, anyway... Whatever that is. So I, uh, anyway, <laughs> I know I'm joking. It's a preacher. Uh, how do you know that? Said so I went to sleep. Okay. Anyway, there it is. Um. Wow, I just interviewed myself. That was pretty impressive. You're still doing it. <laughs> All right. So he's a parson now, and uh, now that you're parson, Caleb. What was that moment that you decided you want to be a part of FCA? That you wanted to take a stand. You wanted to do more. Than just parti- more than just be a fan, but you wanted to be a participant. Um, well, I guess, like you said, it started my senior year, and I was just struggling with, uh, like a lot of kids probably struggle today, with peer pressure and doing things like that you shouldn't. And then I got involved with FCA through Roger Cox that was on here before. I and, love that man. Oh, he's a great guy. And just my coach, Coach Dever, he's now at Locust Fort. He was a great part of my life. He, we grew together in like our faith and we just started going to church and then as that led I just loved the Lord so much and just wanted to grow and learn to know him much more than I already did. And from there, I mean, it just it just took off. I mean, I've been involved and I've been uh, I was baptized maybe a, a little bit over a year ago, and awesome. my life has changed so much, and I'm so involved with just ministry, and I love it so much. That's so good. That's so good. You know, uh, and and so now you're giving back. What ways do you get to give back, Caleb? Uh, well, again, with FCA, we do those uh, popsicle blasts, and we just go around and meet some of the board members and stuff, and get involved with them, get to know more people. Um, just going to the schools is the main thing, but in church, I mean, I get to, I'm involved with all the youth groups and stuff like that, so I love doing stuff like that. That's so cool, man. You got a question, Ricky? So, I know uh, y'all had your, your big uh, Tim Tebow event, having, y'all got to help with that. What mm-hmm. what was um what was some of the stuff that you took from that? I mean, what what did what did you take from that after it was over? Well, he was he was really like down to earth with the kids. He wasn't just up there just preaching, preaching, preaching. He was really just speaking as if he was one of them even though him being such a big athlete he was acting like he was one of the kids down there and they just related so well to him and he was so humble about it saying how he went through things but he learned from those and i mean he grew from that as an athlete and i mean in his faith yeah wow me and ricky we were blown away we just Mm -hmm. very impressed uh so Caleb, what do you? Where do you see? You know, you're interning in FCA right now. Where do you see your future? How FCA can help you get to where God's called you to be, or in, in the future that you have planned for you? Uh, I mean, FCA with all the leaders that we have on staff, people like Ken Burnett, oh, uh, he's Roger great. Cox, Pam, Coach Kill. I mean, just people like that are really such an influence, and in that you won't just grow in your faith, but grow as a person yeah. and they teach you a better work ethic and things like that and I mean I really don't know where my future will take me Yeah, I'm not positive yet but I really love FCA and it just we'll see where the Lord takes me yeah yeah I like Ken uh, fun fact Kim was my FCA director okay. it was yeah yeah at my school before I guess he went to the big office but oh, yeah. Roger Cox is the man I oh, hope yeah. he's listening <laughs> I hope you I love that guy I 
but anyway okay so uh what <laughs> we we talk about favorite things what what's the hardest thing uh hardest thing you may have learned about yourself or something like that through fca hmm. what's the hardest lesson you've learned uh, maybe you felt like you dropped the ball one time, but you know it taught you a lesson. You got back up, something like that. That's uh, that's hard. I mean, just thinking about, I mean, just kind of it's involved with FCA, but involved with just your faith and relationship with God. Yeah. You think about when you're laying there, and a kid said this at a small group. You um, you like are gonna read your Bible or something, but then you're like, I'm just too tired, and I'm gonna go to bed, and then you sit on your phone. Yeah, for an hour in bed, and you're like, I thought I didn't have time, right? And I mean, that's just a thing that's uh, really stuck with me, and I try to get better because you know it's not second nature to read the Bible. Yeah, it's second nature kind of to re- be on your phone. So that, I mean, that, I just learned mm, that's to good. grow stronger. That's good. Uh, what's the greatest lesson you've learned through FCA? The greatest lesson, ooh, positive. I, I guess to be a leader. I mean, just make a stand again. Uh, make a stand for your what you stand for. Just uh, growing, not just only as a, again in your faith as a person, but just that—that's what it's really helped me with. I mean, you got something that is so good. I—I <laughs> just—I love FCA, and every time they come in, it feels like I leave here encouraged. And me too. Um, you know, I said that our, our moment—what we're talking about in our clutch moment today—is taking a stand and. You know, I think FCA is kind of the leaders in that. Yeah. You know, they they put their faith in, in on the front of their T-shirt, not on the back of their T-shirt. And mm. I think a lot of times that's that's something us as Christians we, we look up to and we are inspired by that. And just as a radio show, we 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 love to get on here and have fun. And and but at the end of the day, we want to just glorify God. And you know, we want we want at the end of the day to, to help lead people to salvation. And um, absolutely, yeah. Kudos to y'all. Y'all are awesome. Caleb, thanks for coming, man. He's actually going to hang in the studio with us for a little while, so if you're on the Facebook Live, you can see him. He's going to be hanging out. Uh, he was an athlete at Brindley Mountain. Mm-hmm. What yes. position did you play, Caleb? Uh, in football, I was a defensive end and tight end, and uh, basketball, I was our five, which is your center. Yeah. And we were not that big of a team, but we were uh, pretty talented at basketball. So These guys look like they're going to take you down in the back. <laughs> I know. So, hey, anyway. Anyway. Just trying not to make eye contact. Uh, got an idea. Hey, <laughs> yeah, no, if you don't like look it. Timothy right, straight in the eyes, you'll be good. Anyways, no, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, anyway, so, man, we're so glad that you were part of this. Thank you, FCA, again, for everything you do for the varsity and for every school in this county, man, me and, me and Ricky are super impressed. The deeper we get in with the FCA, with all they do with coaches and adults and mm-hmm. leaders, I had no idea. I thought FCA was just at school. We're learning a lot. Yeah. I think they're learning a lot about Charburger, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, how's that milkshake? Oh, it's good. Yeah. I like it. We love you, Charburger. Okay, <laughs> we're going to a song right now. Work it out. Yes, man. What the problem? Go on. Work it, yeah, any type situation, he, work it. Are you ready to follow the Varsity Radio Show and learn a few life lessons along the way? First lesson, life doesn't give you seatbelts, but the Varsity Radio Show does. It's the Varsity Radio Show. Gasp. Oh, man. We have had one of the best days, haven't we, Ricky? So far, so good. Our boy, Caleb! Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we are going to our funny video of the week. Our video of the week. 
<laughs> and uh, we're talking about if you were James's, if you were Jesus's brother James. That is so funny. It is hilarious. So check this out. You're really gonna like it. I promise. I like reading the Bible. I was reading the Bible. Found out. Uh, found out Jesus had a little brother. Anybody know his name? James. When I read that, I was like, how much pressure was that? <laughs> Jesus, your big brother? How many times do you have to hear, why come you can't be more like Jesus, James? Because <laughs> you know, everybody probably thought that James could do the same thing Jesus could do, but he couldn't. He was just James. He wasn't James Christ. Remember the wedding banquet? Jesus turned water into wine. Everybody was amazed, but they don't tell you about the next banquet. Jesus left early. They started running out of wine. Everybody looked at James. It's like, man, last time this happened, your brother made some wine, dude. You, you just gonna stand there with your sandals on? You're not gonna... Can you make some Kool-Aid or something, man? You're not gonna do anything? You know, James had problems just like any other kid had problems. He would try to follow his big brother around. So everywhere Jesus went, James followed him. That's what little brothers do. So if Jesus went there, so did James. I bet one time, James almost drowned. Oh, you just got that joke just now, didn't you? Jesus walked on water and James tried to exist. I'm sure James had problems. He would go to his parents with his problems. And his parents, especially his, his mom, was trying to throw him a bone once in a while. They'd pray over their food. They're like, Lord, we just thank you for this food in James' name. James had problems. He would go to his parents with his problems, and you know what they would say? He'd be like, well, what would Jesus do, you know? <laughs> then they gave him a bracelet. They gave him a bracelet, and um, <laughs> then he started selling those bracelets, you know? <laughs> Made some money selling bracelets. What would be cool is a what would James do bracelet, right? Same initials, different meaning. Completely different meaning. You driving down the street, you get cut off in traffic. You fuss them out, your pastor gonna be like, yo, you gotta what would Jesus do bracing on? You're like, uh-uh, that's what would James do. <laughs> driving an imaginary car for a long time, isn't he? Also found out when Jesus was 12 years old, Mary and Joseph lost Jesus. They lost Jesus. And you know the first thing they had to do was pray. I wonder what that prayer must have sounded like. Joseph probably did the prayer. He was like, oh God. Dear God, um, oh, forgiving God. Um, you remember that Messiah you gave us? You got another one somewhere, man? We don't, 
Oh, that was the only begotten son? Okay, we're going to find him. We're going to find him. <laughs> <is> so good. <laughs> I love comedy, don't you? That is so, I think here's what I like about it. Everybody that has a brother can relate to that. I yeah. mean, whether it's younger brother, older brother, because you're all your whole life you're gonna fight for attention, no matter what. Or whether it's whether I know we were at Stephen's birthday party and his mama wrote him a, a a birthday card and it said my number one son, and oh, that was Stephen's pride and joy. It I've just, never seen Stephen rub anything in so much in my life. <laughs> it was beautiful. But we, we we can all relate to that, and you know, it, I think it's just funny because I know even with my brother and with Seth's brother, we. We've always fought for attention and fought for being that number one. And you know, man, me and Ricky just all automatically know that we're James we're, just got hammered. I yeah, mean, he, poor guy, <laughs> poor guy. Bless his heart. That's right. Bless his heart. We're gonna go to another song and come back with the clutch moment. Hey, check this out, kerosene. And now, today's Clutch Moment. Man, I, I don't know about you, Ricky, but I love Clutch Moment. I do too. This is this is uh this is a special one today. Today I want to talk to you about taking a stand. Taking a stand's a hard thing to do. I uh Caleb was talking about it a few minutes ago, but I'm in school, let's be honest. It's hard to take a stand, isn't it, Caleb? Definitely. One hundred percent hard. I mean it's just it's hard to be that guy that is okay mm-hmm. with losing your popularity, or it's okay with uh, putting yourself out there for Christ. I mean, really, did, did you ever struggle with that? Definitely. I mean, it's you gotta jump, you gotta come out of your comfort zone. Yeah, I mean, you can't. You're not gonna be comfortable when you're fighting for the Lord because many people are gonna put you down about it. But you gotta know to take a stand again yeah. and glorify Him in everything you do. Because I mean, He's our Creator. Why not? Why would we not glorify Him? Exactly. Ricky, did you ever have you know going through high school, college? Did you ever have a hard time standing up for Christ? Being a, being I honest. I mean, I did just because I know that I had I had a lot of friends that uh, I went to church with, and I had a lot of friends that were not in church that. Um, you know, that's where I lived a very, you know, lukewarm Christian relationship. And, you know, I know that it was hard balancing that for me when I was in school because I didn't always choose the right direction. Yeah. Even, you know, I went to Arab. You went to Southside. Southside, and you went to Brindley Mountain. Uh, man, it really is one of the hardest things you can do is taking a stand in your school. I mean, making a difference. Like, really making a difference. It's super hard and i don't want to brush that off and act like ah that's no big deal because it is it's a huge deal uh but man you know sometimes i did sometimes it was hard to you know every day changes but i saw this video the other day and it just kind of wrecked me you know uh ricky's seen it steven's seen it and uh you don't have to see it it's more of a hearing thing so you we're gonna play this and it's gonna kick off our taking a stand Check this out. Let these words challenge you. You have to preach the gospel in order for people to respond. If you profess to be a believer in Jesus Christ, you're preaching the gospel. What kind of message are you preaching? What kind of life are you living? Because when we cower down in the face of suffering, we preach. When we say we believe in Christ and we live a different way, we preach. 
You know, Jesus said, if you're ashamed of me in this world, I will be ashamed of you in front of my Father and the angels of heaven. Friends, are you ashamed of the gospel? Imagine what it's like to see Jesus face to face and realize that you turned your back on him. Thanks be to God that Jesus was not ashamed to go to the cross and die naked for you and I. Thank God Jesus was not ashamed of you. Now this is the question. Are you ashamed of the gospel? Wow. Whether we like it or not, no matter who we are, our lives are always preaching something. And you may not like that, but you don't have to be a Christian. This is a hard subject. You don't have to be a Christian for your life to preach something. Every day when you go through life, every day when you do something, your life says something about you. Is that wrong? That's right. I mean, yeah, it is so important because of that. You know, Ricky, if you died today, what would you want your life to have stood for? Um, I think about, I always try to think, and this isn't, this is probably a typical Christian answer, but, you know, you want the, the fruits of the Spirit to be evident in your life, and I think a lot of times you can't just say, I'm, I, you see love in me, you see peace in me, you see joy in me. Yeah. A lot of times you've got to show it. Yeah. Those are, having the fruits of the Spirit, it. you've got to be living it to, to have it. So that's something that, you know, if I die, that's that's something I would want. You know, people just remember to, that they've seen the fruit and me being fruitful in, uh, in Christ. Caleb, how about you? If you died today, what would you want your life to have stood for? I mean, I guess... Kind of like Greggy said, I mean, I want to be known as the person that uh, glorified God in everything he did. No matter what someone said about me or no matter what was like done to me, I would still glorify God. And that makes me think of, you know, like the story of Job, how everything was taken from him. Yeah. He was tested, but he still glorified God in everything he did. Man, that's a, that's a powerful story. Good, mm-hmm. good analogy. You know, we love people loving us. Which often leads to us not not rocking our boat. See, the problem is God didn't call us to be popular. God called you to take a stand and follow Him. And I, I want to say this. We just did see you at the pole. You know, I'm a youth pastor, obviously. I know Caleb probably was somewhere. And, uh, you know, we, we encourage kids to take a stand. We encourage them to take a stand at the pole and make a difference. But can I tell you something publicly acknowledging acknowledging Jesus is just the first step to making a stand. It's just step one. But your lifestyle is the last step. The lifestyle that you live every day, beyond the pole, beyond your church, beyond where you're at, is the the intentional thing. So what do you think? Let, Let me read this statement again for you, Caleb, and then I'm coming to Ricky. What do you think what I, I meant by publicly acknowledging Jesus is just the first step in making a stand, but your lifestyle will be the last? I mean, just thinking of what people say, the sayings, practice what you preach. I mean, yeah. you've got to do what you say you're going to do. You can't like go to church on Sunday or Wednesday night, youth group or something, and then you're all for God right there, but then leave there, and then you're not. You're not for God. You, you, do, you go back to your same routine. You go out and do whatever you do on the weekends or whatever, you've got to practice what you preach. That's how I really believe it. That's good. Ricky? This is, this may, this, I may get shunned for this, but <laughs> it it's actually really easy, in my opinion, to proclaim God is your Lord and Savior. It is. 
It, I mean, it really is. It's really easy compared to I don't what, it, what it's like to actually go out and do it mm. and go out and walk it and live it. And that's that's the big difference for me. That's powerful. That's so good. See, I my next challenge to you is take steps even when it doesn't make you popular. Man, we love being popular. Like I said, we love people loving us to the point, you know, we'll get scared to make a step. But one of these, a quote that just wrecked me, it's just a powerful one. It says, you will never lead the orchestra until you're willing to turn your back on the crowd. I don't know if you've ever seen an orchestra, but you you probably would have if you watched our funny video last week with the triangle solo. Uh, That was fantastic, by the way. But, uh, you know... Have you seen that commercial, the Geico commercial, where the guy has a triangle solo? Caleb? No. We'll show it to you. (laughs) It'll make your life. Uh, Anyway, but you're you're never going to lead the orchestra as long until you're willing to turn your back on the crowd. Until you don't care, you can never make the difference you were intended to make. See, Hebrews 12, too, this is actually the scripture for see you at the poll this last last week it says we do this by keeping our eyes on jesus the champion who initiates and perfects our faith because of the joy awaiting him he endured the cross disregarding its shame now he's seated in the place of honor beside god's throne if our eyes are always focused on christ and pleasing him or as i have said this before being popular with christ instead of being popular with people then we'll take a stand no matter what it costs us. So, Ricky, when when have you taken a stand and it really cost you? Or it could have cost you? Um, well, I think there's, there's times where it has cost me. Um, I know that there's been times in my life where I have friends that, that may not, you know, they, they proclaim themselves as Christians, but they may not really be a Christian. I don't, I don't really know. And I, that, but at the end of the day, I know that there's times where... Um, I did or didn't stand up for the right thing in those conversations, yeah. or I may have laughed at, you know, something that probably I shouldn't have laughed at. And I think there's times where those were opportunities that God was trying to show me, hey, here's your chance to minister to them. Here's your chance to invest into this person. And instead, I, I brushed it off or I laughed, and I may have, you know, went along with the joke or whatever it may have been. Yeah, Caleb, when have you ever taken a stand and it really cost you, or you could, or you were you took a stand and it could have cost you um i mean again he hit it like a home run right there i mean just uh when you have that opportunity to talk to them and then you're just like that's gonna make me look bad and that's to your friends or something and then i mean you thinking in your mind as humans i mean we believe that if it makes us look bad we shouldn't do it because we want to be that cool guy that popular guy oh yeah yeah we love people's accolades Seriously, if we could change our mentality to God caring about what we do, that would change our impact so much. Seth, there was a, um, and you, you probably remember this, and I just thought of this, when we were at our men's retreat, there was a word that uh, they came up with called stupidosity. Oh, yeah. You remember that? It's a big word that me and you will never could come up with on our own. Well, yeah. <laughs> the, the definition that they gave us for it, and I, guys, I really don't think it's a real word, so don't take this to a grain of salt, but... Um, Go look it up. The Maybe defi- it is. The, de- <laughs> Maybe it is. the definition that they gave us for it is focusing more on what other people think and not your own. Oh. And, you know, this, we get caught doing that. We care more about uh, other people's opinions or other people's thoughts or, you know, being cool. Yeah. And uh, I found this story. It's powerful. I don't usually share stories on the clutch moment, but Polycarp's martyrdom 
In the year 156, an 86-year-old man was brought before a Roman official and asked to renounce his atheism. He was not an atheist by our standards. Rather, he was a devout Christian bishop, Polycarp. To the Romans, however, he was an atheist, for he refused to worship the emperor as a god along with the other gods of Rome, and Polycarp knew that his denial would mean a painful death, either being thrown into the arena with a wild animal or being burned alive on a pier. Three times he was questioned, three times invited to renounce his atheism, but he, but no renunciation of Christ would he make. Swear and I release you, curse Christ, urged the Roman official, to which Polycarp replied, 86 years have I served him, Christ, and he has done me no wrong. How can I blaspheme my king who saved me? Polycarp was not spared. A pier was built and he was burned alive. But his words echoed down through time to us. Eighty-six years have I served to him, and he has done no wrong to me. How then can I blaspheme my king who saved me? There's a quote, and I said this on my radio devotion yesterday, that, Ricky, I'm making sure that this happens because he's going to be at my funeral one day. I want this on my gravestone. It's, it's a quote from a movie called The Gladiator. And it says this, What we do in life echoes into eternity. And you know what? With my life, I want it to be something more. So that even when I'm dead, like D.L. Moody said, When I die, don't be sad. Don't get depressed. Realize I'll be in that person, and that person, and that person, and that person. And that's the kind of effect that I want to make. So, Ricky and then Caleb, what does this statement mean to you? What we do in life echoes into eternity. I think it um, highlights the, the, I guess, the, the reign that we have as Christians. You know, we have the opportunity, you know, just like everybody else standing up for their whatever they want to stand up for, or their, their rights and stuff people are doing right now. We as Christians, we've always had the right to stand up for Christ in situations, and it's time for us like this video to stop being ashamed of, of the gospel and stop being ashamed of what Christ has called us to do and and show that fruit and display yeah. that fruit and and not just speak it, but do it. So good, Caleb. Uh, again, like, as as Christians, we, uh, we are looked at, and there, people try to find things that we do wrong. And they're always going to look for those things that we do wrong because we're supposed to be the ones that set the standard. So, I mean, it will echo. If you're a Christian and you do things that you're not supposed to, other people think, well, that guy's doing it and he's supposed to be a Christian, yeah. so I can do that. And that just, again, it echoes and it keeps going on and on until that standard's changed. Man, so important what we do with our lives. It's so important. And my last statement is this. Realize in your life and throughout this year, you are God's greatest story to your world. See, we look at our inadequacies and we think there's no way we can be used. And we should change our mentality there. God created us to be his greatest story to this world that's hurting and broken. So in our Christian walk, if we realize uh, and, and let this sit set in in our lives, I think we'd realize that we could revolutionize our world. We could revolutionize the things around us. Thank you so much for tuning into this clutch moment. And I, I challenge you today to be more than just a Christian by name, but by lifestyle. I dare you to make a difference 
Right now we're going to the song Motivated by NF. I've been I've been doing this a long time. I mean over half my life. Oh, it's it's awesome for me to be able to put out music that people will actually hear. Hey, this is Josh Rains, youth pastor at Gunnersville First United Methodist Church. What do I do? I brush my teeth, I wash my hair, and I listen to the Varsity Radio Show 2.30 to 4.30 on Tuesdays on 88.5 JFM. Here's your matter-of-fact weather. What's the, what's the weather there, Ricky? We've got a 0% chance of rain and a 100% chance of charburger. Oh, back to you, Steven. Your matter-of-fact weather is brought to you by Davis Heating and Cooling, offering 24-hour service seven days a week since 1972. You can reach them at 256-582-8262. Talking sports scores, we're going to talk about the sports this week. Give them the local scores, Ricky. All right, so we had uh, Albertville. They beat the Boaz. I love me some Aggies. And they, they, they beat up them Pirates 49-19. to 19. What? They're going to travel to Pell City this week. Oh. Uh, we had our boys, uh, D.A.R., they beat Geraldine, and they're proud of it. Yeah, they 19 were. 19-7. They're yeah. no longer in the studio, but they're still awesome. They are anyway. awesome. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're doing tackle drills right now. Yes. Uh, our A-Rab, they lost to Brewer 35-7. to 7. Next week wow. they've got a tough one against Edwall. Mm. Um, our Gunners of the Wildcats, they won. They beat Madison Academy 35-13. to 13. Oh, wow. So they put Go it to cats. Um, We had our Brindley Mountain. They beat Douglas 25-6. to 6. Woo, Two schools we've interviewed right they, there. <laughs> they, were both, they were both looking for their first win of the year, and uh, Brindley Mountain pulled it off, and they got one. Um, next, this week they're going to go to Geraldine. Um, we've also got... Uh, well, that's it. And then we had Douglas. They lost to they lost to Brilliant Mountain, like I said. And they're going to face Gunnersville next week. So, wow, Caleb, we're bringing you in for this part, boy. Okay. Right. So tell us what you thought about that Bama game. Hmm. I'm not a Bama fan personally. But yeah, we I mean, heard that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was surprised because that was a big game for them with Ole Miss. What was it like? They beat them out of two out of the past three years? I think it was a big game for Ole Miss, but it wasn't yeah. a big game for Alabama. Yeah. I mean, they obviously dominated. and They were angry. Yeah. I loved it. <laughs> it was beautiful. I'm just, you know, what I personally hope is that our quarterback doesn't get used to not playing the second half. Yeah. Because it's starting to seem like, you know, he's not going to know what that second half looks like. That's the big he part. Can't, he can't go eat nachos and Gatorade every day. I know. <laughs> it's nice to see him on the sidelines half of the game, but, you know, it's fun to watch him run. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. Uh, so, tell us Caleb, about, your, yeah, tell tell us about, about your Florida Gators. Yeah, tell us oh, about Bandy in Florida. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> they, they didn't look t- too hot in the first half, but they came out and was – Doing pretty well. We're having a rough season right now. Almost losing Kentucky. That's pretty rough. I mean, Kentucky's a basketball school, but they're they're up and coming. I think Kentucky. You know, you beat Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Last second. That yeah. was beautiful. Okay, <laughs> coming to that Georgia and Tennessee. Poor Tennessee. Oh, hot seat. But Jones, <laughs> but Jones is done. But Georgia looks good. Oh, that's Georgia. all I got. Kirby Smart. Man, Kirby man. Smart. Georgia, boy. Yeah, Georgia looks like they're the real deal. And, yeah. Um, Tennessee um, does not. Auburn and Mississippi State. I, 
I was kind of wondering about Mississippi State, but now I'm just thinking, what is up? I mean, I Auburn's they, not this good. Yeah, I, I hear you. And I, and I, I thought Mississippi State – was amazing because they beat LSU, but let's go to that <laughs> game. LSU loses to Troy. <laughs> Troy. LSU. 24-21. Sunbelt Conference team. I'd like to apologize to all my LSU fans. I know. Are you serious? You better just start getting ready for basketball. You know, Oregon, I'm sorry, man. You're probably gone. Yeah. <laughs> you lost to Troy. Uh, Texas but, hey, and uh, shout out to Troy. We're, we're glad our Bama team won. Yeah, that's for sure. Way to go, we love Trojans. Tro- go Trojans. Troy Trojans, you have made us proud this week. You have pulled an Appalachian the real, State game. You're the real MVP. Yes, we salute you. We salute you. Absolutely. <laughs> and so we got South Carolina and Texas A&M. We're playing A&M this week, aren't we? And A&M is steadily rising. They're four and one. I think this will be our uh, first time where Jalen gets to play in the fourth quarter. He yes, I I anticipate this to be a harder game. I don't. Four. I just think he's gonna play in the fourth quarter. <laughs> four and one though. Think about that, Rhea. Four and one. They're rising. Yeah. I don't know who they played, but four and one. Okay, South Carolina's out. So that is our sports moment of the day. We'll be back with you. Hey, go ahead and get your phones ready. We're going to be playing another game of Would You Rather with the dartboard. And check us out on Facebook at App Varsity Radio Show. Right now we're going to a song, House of Cards by Manifest. Check this out. It's time for the Varsity Freestyle. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. We got one of our favorite varsity games ever. What would you do? What would you rather? What would do? you? Who would you rather? I don't know. How do you say that? How game? would you rather? <laughs> We're having one of those days. Would you rather this or would you rather that? Okay. Would you rather? Would you rather what drink you an do? Arnold Palmer or would you rather drink a Coke Zero? Arnold Palmer all day long, man. Exactly. That's that's how you play the game. All day long. All day long. Would okay, you rather hey. ride an alligator or a dinosaur? All right, give them the rules again. So what you're going to do is, so you, you call our line, which we're going to give you in just a second. You're going to call the line, and you're going to give us an even or an odd number. If you, then we're going to throw a dart at the board. If we hit an even, if let's say you say hit, you ask, you say even number. If we hit an even number, you get to ask us any would you rather you would like. And then if we hit an odd number, we get to ask you one of our would you rathers. Just like that. That's how it happens. It's easy. It's fun. You don't have to do nothing but say even or odd and then give us a would you rather. So That's all we need. Hey, last week you were amazing. We had about 13, 14 calls. So yeah. this week. Light up the lines. Don't let us down, guys. Don't let us down. So here's our number. You're going to hear some music. Call us. Want to be on the radio? Call us now at 256-505-0885. What's up, Josh? How you doing? I'm good, Seth. What you doing? Oh, Josh Reigns, my boy. Ah, Even or odd. last name on the radio? Yeah. Sorry, Josh. Uh (laughs) He'll actually be here with us in the next few weeks. We're excited about that. Josh, I'm excited about that. Yeah, even or odd? 
Uh, even. Even. We're throwing. Ooh, seven. You lose. Well, I don't know. That's fine. Oh, man. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. What is it? It's seven. You lose. Go ahead and ask him the question, Ricky. I want to hear your good one in a second, but I'm going to ask you one, too. Would you rather have hiccups for the rest of your life or feel like you need to sneeze for the rest of your life? Oh, hiccups. Hiccups. <laughs> Josh, hiccups, man. Josh, we're going to give you a I bonus. Can't stand it. I can't stand when my nose feels like that. Like, just so much pressure. I know. <laughs> it's terrible. And I've got weird hiccups, so I can, like, like people really enjoy them. So. <laughs> people enjoy them. <laughs> That's great. Josh, we're going to give you a second life. Give us, give us your would you rather. Uh, would you rather go to bed having somebody lick your toes every night Oh. Go to bed licking somebody's toes every night. Oh, somebody else, obviously. I would rather somebody else lick my toes. I'll, I'll suffer. <laughs> That's great. Thank you so much, Josh. We'll see you the next time. You guys week. rock. You're Love the, the varsity. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye. Call us, guys. 256-505-0885. It's as easy as what Josh just did right there. Even a rod. Call us now. All right, Aaron, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm so good. Give me even or odd. Um, even. Even. And oh, even it is. It, oh, is it odd? Wait, wait, wait. Nah. It's nine. I'm sorry. You've lost. Oh. Oh, that, that means we ask you a question. Okay. Go ahead. Would you rather have the ability to read minds or walk through walls? Um, walk on walls. Walk through walk walls. Through walls? Oh, yes, walk through walls. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, reading minds, that'd just get a little... <laughs> weird. It would get really weird. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Aaron. You're the man. You're welcome. Thanks. Uh-uh. Call us. 256-505-0885. We're having a blast here. Join us. Who we got on the line with us? Kenneth. Kenneth, what is up? Did you fall? You get back up from those stairs? What? We seen where you fell down some stairs on Facebook. Oh yeah, I slipped and I caught myself on the bottom of the stairs. Well, we're I gl- didn't fall down the stairs. I fell over them. Oh, that's embarrassing. We're glad you're okay. Even or odd? Um, odd. Odd. All right. We got Jana throwing the dart here. Uh-oh, you won, Kenneth, so give us a would-you-rather. All right, this one's kind of a dark one, but would you rather burn to death or freeze to death? Oh! <laughs> I'm not answering that. I don't know. We're both bad. I would say freeze to death because I just love cold weather, and, I mean, if I'm going to go down, I want to be like the Titanic. I'm going to be with... I'm, I'm going to go with my boy, Ricky, even though I think burning to death would be quicker. That's terrible. I just, I just don't like the heat. That's what it is. Caleb, what what, Caleb, we need to know. What would you do? I don't know. I mean, I guess freeze to death. Oh. Burn is just kind of scary. I mean. That's rough. Hey, we appreciate it, Kenneth. <laughs> Thanks, Kenneth. No problem. Call us, guys. 256-505-0885. Noah, how you doing, man? Good. Yeah, even or odd? Wait. Pick uh, even or odd. Even or odd. 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 Uh, you won. You won, Noah. You won, so give Noah. us a give us a would you rather. No. Uh, 
Is that burn to death or drown to death? Oh, what is up with you people killing us off? Uh, <laughs> I would rather take drown. Uh, I'm me, going down with the fish. Me too. Me too. I'm Caleb just, says him too. I'm me not too. dealing with fire, Noah. Wow. Yeah. These morbid answers. Okay. <laughs> thanks, anyway. Noah. Noah, thanks, man. Call us, 256-505-0885. Join the party. Caleb! What's up, bro? What's up, my brother? How you doing? Good, how you doing, man? I'm so good. Even or odd? Mm. I'm number 10, so I'm going to go with even. 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 He got number 10. He got it. Number 10. We hit number 10. How about that, Caleb? Give us a what you So ask us a question. All right. Mmm... Let's go. Would you rather have to wear your underwear on the outside of your pants for the rest of your life or socks on your ears for the rest of your life? I'm going to go with underwear on the outside of my pants. Yeah, me too. I'll just... I, Captain Underpants, he didn't look too bad. Nah. He's <laughs> a boss. Right, nice. He's a boss. What about you, Caleb? What would you do? Um, probably the underwear. Like Superman underwear, so that way I'd look cool. Yeah. All right. Probably the underwear. Legit. Just right. So we're all gonna take the underwear. Underwear over our sh- our pants. That's Thanks, great. Awesome. Thanks, Caleb. No problem, man. You're the man. See you, bro. Hey, call us. We got five minutes. Two five six five zero five zero eight eight five. We're having a party here. Join us. Hey, Brooke, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am so fantastic. So... I really hope that I get to ask you guys a question because I have the perfect one. I bet you do. <laughs> Caleb, please win. Okay. <laughs> no, no. Even or odd? I'm going to say odd. Odd. Eighteen. Eighteen, we won. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Ricky. This is for you, Brooke. Would, Great. would you rather have accordion legs or a be- <laughs> or <laughs> accordion legs or a belly button ten inches long that swayed back and forth to the beat of popular music? <laughs> wow! Brooke, your answer. Answer that. Brooke, your answer. Um, I would say the accordion legs. <laughs> accordion legs it is. Bro, give us yours. Give us yours. Give us yours. Go ahead. Okay. Would you rather have someone... <laughs> I don't know if I can do it without laughing. Yeah, you got Would you this. rather have someone lick your armpit uh, or would you rather lick someone else's? It's a That's nasty, easy. It's a, I want somebody else. I'd rather somebody else lick mine. Yeah. I don't want to lick anybody's armpit or toes today, just for the record. Oh. Thank you, Brooke. We enjoyed having you. (laughs) All right. Thank you. What did she pick? She didn't pick on that one. Brooke, we need you to tell us your answer to this. I mean, I guess I would take the accordion legs, wouldn't y'all? Oh, yeah. She said accordion legs. Okay, okay, okay. A belly button that swayed. 
That's ten, ten foot long, this way back and forth to the beat of popular music. Ten feet. Oh, I got ten. I wrote down ten inches, but ten feet would be funny too. That's terrifying. Okay, call us. We got three minutes. Two five six five zero five zero eight eight five. Who we got? This is Harold Dixon. Harold, what is up? How's it going, y'all? You're you make our lives better, Harold. That's all I got to say. That must be a sad life, son. <laughs> Harold, do you remember when we played Would You Rather that one time? At that time, I had to hang up because of Darla. I yeah, think it was. It's yeah. very possible. Caleb's in the studio. He, I don't know that he knows about your goat that you knit sweaters for that got struck by lightning. <laughs> He's now falling in the floor laughing. Okay, anyway, so even or odd, Harold. What's funny about a goat being struck by lightning? Oh, yeah. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. What's funny about that? Has anybody you cared about ever been struck by lightning? Is that funny? <laughs> Roger. Has he? Well, we just found out somebody we know really has there, Harold. Anyway, so even or odd, Harold? Even. Even. It's odd. It's odd. It's odd. That means we win. Uh, so I got, I got, I got two. I want to ask you: Would you rather live in a world with huge, where huge gummy bears walk around? Or a world where everyone uses hoverboards. 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 Do you have a hoverboard? No, Ricky. <laughs> Nobody has a hoverboard. You have a goat. <laughs> goat and a hoverboard. It's kind of a long way off there, Seth. Yeah, okay. All right, I got, I got one that I'd really like for you to answer. Would you rather sit with a resting line for 10 minutes or run across a hungry alligator's back? They'd run across an alligator's back. Why would you, you do already that? You already got a head start if you tick him off. You just keep running. Yeah, you're, lying, right. you're sitting there. You're, you're dead meat. Dead meat. Yeah. All right, Harold. Hey, you got one for us? Yeah, I got one for you, Ricky. All right. Would you rather eat a bowl of vomit <laughs> or lick a hobo's foot? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Ricky. Either way, I'm going to be vomiting. Oh, you're going to throw So up. I think that I think I would rather do it with the bowl of vomit well, so that I can just add to the bowl of vomit. That's, that's disturbing. I got one for you, Seth. All right, I'm scared. No, I'm scared. Go would ahead. Would you rather eat a potato and feel its pain or be a potato? Eat a potato and feel its pain? <laughs> When you eat it. Oh, wow. So, I hurt. Yeah, I I think I'd do that because I'd still survive. Because if you're a potato, you got like a lifespan of 10 days. (laughs) That's what I'm going with, Harold. I'm going with that. Interesting choice. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, thank you for calling, Harold. We still have a good one. You too. We so much appreciate you. Same to you. All right. 
Throw into the music. Thank you guys for listening to our show today. We challenge you guys to take a stand. And if you actually missed it, please just look us up on podcast tomorrow at Varsity Radio Show. That's right. And if you're looking for us on social media, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at the Varsity Radio Show. So make sure to give us a like and a follow. Thank you. Guys, it's been a great day. We've had an absolute wonderful time. We hope that you like the Varsity Radio Show. This is definitely going to go down as one of our favorite shows. Caleb, say say bye to him, man. I'll see y'all guys. It was so much fun. He was he was fantastic. He was a sport. We loved our DAR that was with us. Man, today. they were great. Great. We hope they have a good season. We're we're gonna have them back coming soon, and um, we're actually gonna have them with us with the fishing team. <laughs> yeah, that's they, what they said. I so. uh, and we we have had just a blast. Stephen, I don't think he can talk on the microphone. That's okay. But Steven is our amazing manager and production guy here, and he has made us sound really good today. So, Steven, say hi to him. I think he's switching. Oh, and you're going to hear him for a minute. As you're doing that, Caleb's going to sing. So, sing. Go ahead, Caleb. Sing, come. Caleb. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Go ahead. Steven, say hey. Hey, guys. Hey, it's always a blast uh, hopping in here. I'm telling you, we have a, too much fun, really, here in the studio. Hope you guys see that on the Facebook Live and you hear it in the podcast. We put a lot of work into this. We hope you guys enjoy it. Man, it's always a blast hanging out with you. Hey, we'll see you next week where we'll have somebody from the Gunnersville Wildcats here. We'll have Again, our Wildcats. Gunnersville Wildcats who are doing amazing in football. Mm, they look good. Yeah. We're excited. Thank you so much for listening to us. Please like us, share us, go to our page, check us out every Tuesday, 2.30 to 4.30. See you next week. White. All important radio shows end with white. And tying up loose ends like this snake clown bit. Did you put wigs on snakes? No, the end. See you next Tuesday at 2.30.